welcome to the Sunsoaked Couple podcast. My name is Amy and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Craig. What's up? It's me, it's your boy Craigie B here again. No, not found that? No. Hello everybody, my name's Craig. I'm here with Amy on this lovely podcast. Today on BBC Radio 4, we'll be talking about the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> But before we get into that, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram at Sunsoaked Couple. You can find us on YouTube, which you're already watching, I hope. I hope you've subscribed. Our website is sunsoakedcouple.com where you can find articles and all kinds of other bits and pieces. And you can email us at sunsoakedcouple at gmail.com because we are sunsoaked. And we're a couple. I enjoy, I enjoy what you're doing, but I don't think you can keep up this energy. First. No, I don't think I can. About <laughs> ten minutes in, I feel like I might be falling asleep. <laughs> we're only a minute. I know. <laughs> um. So today we will be talking to you about the Philippines. We are currently in the Philippines. We're at our last stop in the Philippines, and I'm just going to keep saying the Philippines just like that. Um, we are currently in Lapu-Lapu City, which is right next to Cebu City, um, about 20 minutes from the airport, so we can catch our next flight. Um, we left Vietnam, we flew to Manila, and we had to then change in Manila and fly to El Nido, which was our first stop. Um, we were joined by our lovely friend Rachel, who isn't on the podcast even though we wanted her to be but the um the schedule didn't the schedule happen. didn't really allow for that we were so busy um and we just wanted to enjoy that so el nido what was your favorite part my favorite part um i enjoyed the views yes the the, the place we stayed at whilst wasn't exactly like five stars in quotes um you could open the door and literally 30 seconds, maybe less, you could be on the seafront. Mm. Like, it was literally uh, that close. There, I did do a video on it, so hopefully that can be put in here. And it is just, the, the view was incredible. Yeah. Just from the front door. I think, um, as Craig was saying, it wasn't five star, as in it was basically just a hut with two beds um, and a toilet that was covered in ants. And a shower that was covered in well, ants. Well, a bathroom yes, that was covered in ants. Um, but, you know, we were out for a lot of it. Um, a lot of the time. And we sat outside as well. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the time, like, I've, I've thought this a lot in my in my existence anyway, but, like, when you pay for a hotel, bed and roof, they're pretty much... Yeah. And, and, and you know, washing facilities. That's all you're paying for. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter as long as it's... As long as you can decent. sleep somewhere... And you can wash and pee, like, um, um, doesn't matter. Yeah, so from that perspective, the room is exactly what we needed it yeah. to be. And so, um, we got there on the Saturday. Sounds about right, yeah. We had to do an overnight stop in... Oh, I forgot about It was that. in Manila, wasn't it? Yeah, they so had we a little... flew from Vietnam to Manila... Then we stayed at like this pod place. Well, we went Vietnam to Kuala Lumpur. Oh yes. And Kuala Lumpur to um, Manila. Manila, even though Kuala Lumpur was actually 
taking us in the opposite direction of where we were going. But money. We went for the cheapest cheapest option. Um, and so we landed in Manila at 11-ish, 10, yeah. 11 at night. And then we stayed in like a little hostel that they have on the site at the airport. They don't call it a hostel, but it is. They called it the Wings the, Lounge. Yes, and they, they promote it as like pod sleeping and stuff like that. Don't yeah, they? it was um, basically bunk beds in a yes. little room with a door that slides across. You can hear every noise, every movement from everyone else. They tell you not to put your alarm on or anything like that, you know. And you heard like multiple alarms. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but it was, it was just what we needed. We had like an eight-hour layover. Yeah, yeah. And we we've learned just from our first trip when we got to Greece, and it was Greece to Singapore that sleeping on an airport floor. It's I, not I, I sustainable. Do it and no. you, did I did it. it, but it was not good. It was not really worth it at all so so we learn from that experience that even if it's just a basic mattress and dark room it's much more preferred to get in that sleep when you're doing multiple connections definitely so we stayed in the living room then had six hours questionable sleep yeah but you know it was six hours more sleep than we would have got if we were in the airport like let's face it yeah um and then so we uh, landed in Manila, had to get a shuttle bus um, to the terminal that we needed. Oh no! Yeah, we did. No, because we were already in Man- we were already in Manila. Then we had to from the lounge, we had to get a shuttle bus to the terminal terminal that we needed. Then we flew to El Nido, which was like fifty five minutes, I think. And then we landed on the Saturday morning. We checked in, um, and then Saturday late evening, um, our friend Rachel arrived. Yeah. So Saturday was kind of just um, resting, exploring. Around, yeah. We had some food. Acclimatizing. Yeah. Don't know if you've heard on this podcast before, right? But we get hot, uh, especially when there's hot weather. I don't know if you know that. If we go to hot places, when it's hot, we do struggle a lot, and it doesn't matter. Each place just feels different. A different kind of hot that you have to adjust to. Our last day of Vietnam, we didn't wear any sun cream and we were okay. It was overcast. It was very chill. Yeah, it was. It was different. Um, then, like um, Philippines is just. It's almost picturesque with the sun, isn't it? Yeah. You can look up, look over into the distance, and you can see the sun in the background, yeah. and it just highlights everything. It's there's not, nice. there's not a lot of overcast at this moment in time in the Philippines. Um, although there are storms happening um, here and there, but for the most part, it's pretty clear with some clouds, but yeah. you know the white clouds, not not the grey clouds. So what are the main things you want to talk about in El Nido? Um, I think the first, so our first proper day on the Sunday, um, we went kayaking, which was loads of fun. Like at the time we had so much fun. Um, we didn't even really plan. Like that was just something. No, we just was like, like, I'd like it. Let's go and do it. (laughs) And we did it. (laughs) And we did do it. Um, and 
we we creamed up um we got out onto the water we were out for two hours exploring a different like loads of different little private beaches and then we got back and realized how burnt we were and we were all bright pink and i mean bright so it really reminded me of um, our early days when we were like, we're going to stack these days with all these things. And then we went out kayaking. We went probably, it was an hour, hour paddle away. Then we had to pa- an hour paddle back. That hour paddle back just felt so long. Felt so long. And then we get back to the room. We're bright red. We're knackered. We had planned to do zip lines. And I think, I know I was the most miserable out of everyone. Yeah. Um, but it was just knackering. Yeah. And being burnt does take it out of you. Yeah. Well, doesn't it? So we had like a bit of a rest after the kayaking because we were just completely wiped. Um, and then we went and had some dinner and then um, watched the sunset at Las Campanas Beach, which was... I think we skipped dinner, actually. I think we had lunch. And then we were so knackered, we saw the sunset and then just went to bed. Oh yeah. no, no, no we, had, late... we had burger. Well, sorry, sorry. Ruined your story. No, that's a different night. Was it? it? Okay. <laughs> was it burger after the sunset? Because yeah. we had to go to the ATM to get cash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. So we had lunch, which was... You had like a green broth with eggs in. Yeah, like spinach and eggs. Yeah. Which was sounds actually disgusting, but it was really, really nice. Um, and then, yeah, the sunset was beautiful. Um, I will whack a video up there, um, sound effect and everything. It's going to go right on now. Um, and yeah, after that, we went back and had like, um, a, a tofu, it was a tofu burger with like a bunch of veggies and an egg and great sauce. Terry's. Or like Therese. Or Therese. Therese, yeah. Like, we're not quite sure how it's pronounced, and but um, it was tasty nonetheless. Fully customisable, like how many patties you want, your own cheese, like different types of cheese, yeah. different veg, and then fillings. the same for the fries or nachos, you can have toppings and stuff on that as well. And you don't really see that from an independent place, which was no. quite surprising. And then you go downstairs and they have the same... With waffles and desserts, as well, make your own yeah. desserts. Uh, yeah, it was it, it was it was good. It was nice. And then we um, we walked down that little, yep, like a small a, little alleyway down to the beach. But it has like loads of cute little shops and restaurants and things. And um, and then once we hit the beach, we could walk all the way along to our room. Um, so that was sort of like day one. First proper day one. And then the second day, we decided that we would go on a boat trip, having already burnt ourselves like to a bright pink on the first day. We'd already planned to go on the boat trip. So there we were, covered up, like wearing our swimwear, but like wearing T-shirts and hats and bandanas and everything, and layering on the sun cream. The burn was, if you haven't had... Severe sunburn. It wasn't like for degree burns or anything. No. But it was even just like a light touch. It would hurt yeah. after you've touched yourself. Oh, definitely. Mm. Um, but 
the boat so we so we decided to go for a private boat tour um after the experience in PP Islands in Thailand so it was me Craig Rachel then our guide um the food handler and the captain of the boat and they took us to a few different places and it was really really nice um i think my favorite part was um our our last stop we went snorkeling um and i didn't have i just had my swimming costume on and my t-shirt so i got more burnt because where i was snorkeling and like face down in the water like the my legs and like you can see where the sunburn meets the white part of my bum and it just was bright pink just all the way so down she, her legs look like uh, where your leg meets your ass it looks like a squashy because it's like one one pink bit and then white bit and here's a photo here no <laughs> no photo um but that was so much fun. I re like my favorite thing was just watching the little Nemo fishes like in and out the anemones. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what I mean. Um, and that I just really enjoyed that because they just looked like they were like rubbing up against the little. Oh. It is. It's. I'd like. It's just hard to describe yeah. seeing these fishes come Coral, to you. the fish. And then... Do you know what else? So, we... There were points when I was like... I feel like my skin is tingling like in different parts. I was like, what? Like, a little bit stingy. And, um, like... Hours later. Oh, well, I, men I mentioned it to you. And I mentioned it to Rachel. And Rachel was like, yeah, me too. Like... I get it, and I don't think you had felt it, or had you? I like, I I definitely had the same sort of um, issues on my skin after the fact, and I was like, where where's just this random red mark come yeah. from? Turns out Rachel was looking back through her GoPro footage, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, there's jellyfish in the water." Not. Not the normal, traditional look of a jellyfish. They were very small. They didn't have the long, like, tentacle legs. Yeah, like you think of a big one, don't you? Yeah. They were very small. They were a different kind of um, jellyfish. And they stung us multiple on multiple occasions. And I could feel it on my legs, on my arms, on my back. And I was like, what is going on? Um, so, yeah, it turns out we got stung by the jellyfish loads of times. But luckily... Because it was so small and a different kind of breed. No one had to wee on somebody else. Although some people asked. But we will leave them nameless. It's a, it's a joke. Don't worry. Let's no. move on. Let's I might on. have said, do we? why didn't we need to pee on each other? Because I have never been stung by a jellyfish before. But all, the only thing I can remember is that scene from Friends where um, like Monica gets stung by a jellyfish. And then Chandler wheeze on her. And, uh... Isn't it weird how, as a species, like, jellyfish, that's the one fact everyone knows about them. Like, you just got to pee on <laughs> yeah. Jellyfish. Oh, yeah, do you know that you've got to pee if you get stung like that? Is the number one thing everyone knows about yeah. jellyfish. 
But um, these were probably the size of a mobile phone. Maybe I will see. I will see if I can source a little video clip from to to show you guys. But um, yeah, that was that was the first. We can tick stung by jellyfish off our bucket list. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the snorkeling. I from this whole trip that we've done, any time of snorkeling, any time we've been snorkeling has just been probably one of the most incredible things. Um, so the boat trip, it was, um, so you say about snorkeling, we also went through some caves. Yeah. Um, was it, we, we went kayaking again. We were not thrilled to do that second day in a row. Yeah, secret, the, yeah, we kayaked to the secret lagoon, which wasn't so secret because there was so many people in this secret lagoon. Um, and then I think afterwards I saw on maps they have specific routes. So I think all tours go through the same routes. Yeah. Because that's probably what the government have allowed it to, to happen. Well, but also our guide was saying how um, there was a place, there was one place that was quite busy. So we went to a different place and then went back. They do try and... Um, you know, make it a good experience. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the words I'm looking for. And we like they also gave us food, which was nice. Yeah, they. I mean, so we're vegetarian. Rachel's not. She's she's a full blown meat eater, and they cooked a lot of fish, didn't Crab, they? Crab, prawn, like the the other bit of fish. Oh, it was just, just a big pure fish, on a fish. Plate, and she just she get was she getting her protein. Yeah, she there. chowed down on all of that. Um, but she, yeah, she said it was delicious. We had noodles and... Aubergine um, mush. I, yeah, mush. we called it aubergine mush. Um, and like, salads. But and then fruits. Yeah. I'll, I'll put a little video or photos up um, because the they'd like really spent time preparing all of this and then the food platter, uh, the fruit platter was so cute. Um, and I ate a lot of pineapple, didn't I? You like I my body did not know what to do with all the nutrition that I had. Um... I had almost exploded. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so after the boat tour, I think we just chilled out. If well, I, I think if you're going to the Philippines, Il Nido and that boat tour is very much worth it. Oh, oh, definitely. I I would recommend. And if there's a few of you, I would get a private get a private tour obviously it's slightly more expensive but i mean it's still cheaper than a private boat tour back home in fact it's probably cheaper than go joining a grouped boat tour back home uh so when we say back home we mean uk as well In so well prices yeah. are comparative to yeah. the uk um i think it was about 40 pounds i think so yeah about 40 pound per well person we paid which is if you think about it pretty pretty good so, Il Nido was the sunset and the boat cruise. What else? Was, was there we anything? Did the kayaking. The kayaking, yeah. Um, I think that was it, really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So then, do you want to talk about how we got to our next place? Um, yes. Oh, there was also a cat at our place in El Nido, oh, which yeah. we had three different names for. Um... Ginge mungo sausage. Well remembered. I couldn't remember that. I remember ginge. Yeah. Because I said, I've been referring to the cat as sausage. Like, UK sausage. And then Rachel was like, oh, we should name him mungo. And then I was like, should we just call him simply ginge? Because he was a ginger cat. 
he. Yeah, it was a he. Had Very big, important detail. Big knockers. Big no, knockers. Knackers. <laughs> <laughs> no knockers, <laughs> just knackers. And then um, as another party was leaving, we found out they were calling him Needy because he no, was a needy cat. Needo. Needo. I thought they were calling him Needy. Like El Nido. But I thought they were calling... I genuinely no, thought No, Because I... This, this place gave you breakfast. They served you breakfast. The way they did it so the bugs didn't crawl in was very smart because it's like a... What was it? Eggs, toast, jam... I think that was it wasn't it eggs toast yeah jam. i think so and then they would just shrink wrap the whole plate so by the time you get to it it's ice cold anyway yeah but the cat would just be sitting there waiting for you to open that door look at you in the eyes i could have been referring to him as needy needo needy needo okay tornado um yeah so, and then and there were a few dogs there's always dogs around yeah loads of dogs and then the next day so we'd asked for a Private, private transfer. transfer to Sabang, which is um, about a f- five, six hour drive yep. um, south of El Nido. That's because we wanted uh, private because, not because we, we hate people. I don't really like people. We just like space. And if it's a public bus, it would have taken... Nine hours. Yeah, I think it said nine hours. And we were trying to make the most of the day. So the quicker the journey, the better. Yes. So we get picked up um, in this van and we like put our luggage in and we spread out and then he goes, oh, these three seats are reserved for you. And we were like, oh, great. So we're going to have other people with us. So we get in, we transfer to a bus station. Just down the road. Yeah, to pick up more people. And then it turns out our van isn't licensed for whatever it was. And so before, before they say that reason though, yeah, we see all the people that were trying to get on this van, yeah. and everyone's just looking at each other like, we are not going to get on this van. No. They had already tried throwing everyone's stuff inside the van, or some people were inside it, yeah. and then there was still like four more people that needed to get on. Yeah, and everyone was just like, this is yeah. not going to work. So, and then there wasn't many people in the van at this point, um, and people were like getting out and like questioning what was taking so long and me craig and rachel were just sat there like this is dog do yeah well maybe something a bit strong yeah um sorry youtube and then um basically this man comes and says that we have to move to a different van because of the licensing problem and so we're one of the last ones to try and get in this other van because we were the only ones still sat on the van the first van so everyone was in, and there were no no seats spare. There was us three and one other woman. She crammed in at the back, and um, Rachel took a single seat, like, sort of as the door opens, it's, like, behind. And then Craig sat on a row of three, and then they slide in this little... This little seat that's, like, half a... Like, just a one singular butt cheek on a plank of wood that kind of sits in, I guess, to give more space. So, yeah, we were the only people not in the van at this point. Yeah. And our stuff wasn't either. Oh, we were like, well, there's, we're not going to fit. We're not going to fit. Yeah. There's no way we're going to fit. And it's true. We didn't really fit. It was yeah. the most uncomfortable journey that I've had. So for my bag, they threw it on the, the row behind us. So people had no foot space. It yeah. was just my bag they were standing on. And then 
we were just like, this is not going to work. They throw in the seat because um, you were sitting on half a seat and then my seat, weren't you? Yeah. And you said your bum just went numb. My bum was just numb. Like, it wasn't a proper seat. And you can feel, like, your bum, you sit on it and it's just like you're sat on a plank of wood. And it's like that for six hours. And, um... Awful. Yeah, it wasn't great. And we were, we were crap. We were stuffed in there. Absolutely stuffed. And then, and then so they cram us all. Because they, we were just like, this is not going to work. And the guy was just like, well, can you at least try? We tried. And we all fit in there. Even though, like, people had suitcases were holding on to them and stuff like that. It was a complete joke hilarious joke yeah. you know sometimes when you like think you're in a comedy film like that sort of hilarity and then because um, so I think I think I said it's like is Ashton Kutcher going to jump out and be like <laughs> punk that didn't happen no he, he arrived a bit late if, if we're if not we're not famous enough so then we wait there for 10 minutes and we're just like what's going on we're all in this van and the, all the drivers are just talking to each other now yeah. I think they were all laughing at us getting in this van and then the driver just gets in and just starts driving. Yeah. <laughs> like, it hasn't confirmed where we're going. At this point, we don't even know. We know that we had to drive from um, El Nido to Puerto Princesa, and then we would need to have changed at Puerto Princesa to Sabang. So we had no idea where we were getting off in Puerto Princesa. So when he arrived at the airport, that's when we decided to get off, because then we knew that we could get something else to Sabang. But before that, we stopped off at this, like halfway through, we stopped off at this restaurant that had no vegetarian options whatsoever. Although it did say they had a margarita pizza, but then it said not available. So, you know. And um, even if I was a meat eater, the it was just meat out, just out yeah. in a window display. I think I would be very concerned about getting some sort of upset stomach. Yeah. Um yeah, it was like, think of a roadside cafe for truck drivers, but then five stages down. <laughs> Lots of bugs, yeah. stray dogs, I mean, bugs people are, begging for money bugs and are, food. Bugs are to be expected, and we know people live differently than yeah. compared to United Kingdom. What was, um, what, what I found funny is that the, the level that people were asking because you were the last one in yeah. and you had two kids and a woman a woman was trying to sell you bracelets and there was two kids just holding out their hands and they followed you up until the point yeah. the like woman the selling me closed. bracelets was like um, feed me, you give me food you did have a bag of crisps in your hand yeah I did have a bag of crisps in my hand but still And um, so it's just weird how like the drivers we've had the people are just immune to them. Like, they don't bother them. They just see, yeah. hey, you're a white tourist. Go straight for you. Um, and, you know, we, we, we try to help where we can. Yeah. And it's just sometimes it is unfortunate to see, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And we don't we don't really harbour any ill will to these people because they obviously need money because you know, we need money to live and stuff, don't you? Yeah. So... We get back on after having uh, a nice ice lolly and then, what, another two, three hours on the van? Yeah. Um, we were swapping, we swapped places on the van at this point. Did we? No. No. Someone got dropped off at a water park and then... And so... Then we had more room. Yeah. For the last hour. 
And we originally booked the van to go to port au And then we speak to the driver about it, and he doesn't know anything about this at all, which is hilarious. Mm. And I think you started to get a bit annoyed and angry at that situation, didn't you? About what? Well, the driver was supposed to take us to where he was supposed to take us. Well, he was taking us to Puerto Princesa, but we didn't actually know because the woman that booked it for us didn't actually tell us. She said, oh, you'll just need to change at Puerto Princesa. Change where? Little did we know that he was probably going to a bus station, but it... At that point, we were just like, yeah. Yeah. So we got to the airport, got off, and then at this point, we were like, I'm not going in one of them again. And they, we went to the tourist information, and they were like, oh you'll need to get a taxi to the bus terminal and then get on another bus. So in the end, we just asked the taxi driver how much it would cost to get us to Sabang. And we just went with it. Rachel had the front seat. We had the back seats. We had room. We had space. The aircon was perfect. Like, and then we got 10 minutes down the road and he told us his tyre had been punctured. Oh, yeah. No, his tyre... He said he could feel that his, the car was wobbly or something and... So then he called up his mate who came and picked us up. This is the second time this has happened now. Yeah. And um, then he drove us to Sabang. How would you describe Sabang? Sabang is small. Sabang is a very small stretch of seafront. Um, there is not really a lot going on in Sabang. No. There's a little harbour. There's some little restaurants, some hostels and um, stuff. But... You know, a lot of people stay in Puerto Princesa, but then some of the things that we wanted to do were in Sabang, and so you would have had to have done like a four-hour commute to Sabang. So we were like, let's just stay in Sabang. Let's just take that out. We're there, you know. Um, So Sabang is home to the Underground River, which is um, a UNESCO um, Seven Wonders of the World, um, like, heritage site. And it's basically a natural cave that's formed through water, like, dripping through. Um, And so it's, like, I believe it's fresh water underneath, but it does... Before you go in, there's an element of it that connects to the um, to the sea. So at the start, there's like a bit of salt water, but it wouldn't cope with the salt water under the um, under the caving. Um, to be fair, I had no idea what to expect because Rachel was like underground river, and we were like, yeah, okay, let's go do it. Um, never heard of it before. Never did any research. And sometimes I think that's the best thing to do because you're just like pleasantly surprised. Um, and we were pleasantly surprised. So we had on our like life jackets and our helmets. Um, we boarded a boat um, at the harbour, which took us to a little beach. And then we were like, what's going on? We get off, we walk a little bit, and then it takes us to another little bit of like river water. So then we board a smaller boat. They give us... Um, like an earpiece that's attached to like a... It's a radio. A radio. Um, and it automatically starts at the right point um, and it tells you, you know... A little, go- a little guide, not a call. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah. You go through yeah. this pitch black cave 
Your guide is steering the boat and he also has a head torch on, so he's lighting up places yeah. so that you can see like the tour. They, yeah. they have specific spots they want you to look at. They have different uh, things of interest. They have specific um, like rock formations yeah. that so have been dubbed. The Philippines things. is um, a very Christian, heavily Christian, very Christian um, country, and so a lot of it referred to um, like there was a nativity scene um, made out of rock, naturally made out of rocks, which I could see it. Um, a lot of people, I think, said... Well, Rachel said you have to have a really good imagination um, to, to do it. She, she's a very um, analytical thinker. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I agree with her. Like, there was one which they said looked like Jesus. And I was like, dude, that's just a rock. It looked like Jesus. It looked like Jesus. <laughs> there was also the Last Supper. Um, and An angel. There was an, an angel. angel yeah. Pegasus. I don't know if that's anything to do with Christianity. I don't I'm think that really is. bad at I believe that it is Greek. Greek, yes. And then there was just a bunch of fruit and vegetables that like were shaped in rocks that he was pointing out, which some I got and some I didn't. Um Do you know my favourite bit? What? There was a big, big mound of bat poop. Okay, so one of the things we probably should say is that whilst we were doing this river tour, there were bats just flying all around us. Um, and the way that bats so obviously bats are technically nocturnal but the way that they like see is through sounds and like vibrations so one looks like it's just about to fly into you and then it must like get something from you and then fly away well you were at the front as well I was at the front so you I saw them almost hit you yeah there was a couple of times when I was like and you're told (laughs) not to make any noise during the tour And um, the headset helps that as well. Yeah. It's just the tour guide every now and again just shouting like, banana, <laughs> pineapple. like. Um, so we they, they reassured us that what we're doing does not disrupt any of the bats no. or the, ca- the natural wonders of so the cave. Basically, if we were to start touching the rock, it would probably damage it. There's something about... There's something on human skin... That can destroy the rocks. Like the oils. Yeah, the oils and stuff. And they're, they're, uh, part of the, the guide in our ear was saying that, um, that there was... An undocumented travel through the cave. Yeah, where people had, been, had made markings and stuff. And you can actually see the damage that these markings yeah, have done. Hundreds years ago, yeah. man, they're still there. So they say that they've kind of learnt from the past mistakes... Um, yeah, and then so the mound of poo was basically just like a, it was like it's, inside this cave, just like a little mountain. A little mountain. It was it's it was the, quite the, a big mountain. The world's biggest pile bat, of poo. Bat, pile of bat poo. Yeah. And they say like um because of the the natch the the nature of it, like they've actually had the minerals drop onto the bat poo and it's actually created new minerals just unique for that, yeah. that place, which and, is and amazing. It's like it's a protected area, meaning that they can't go in and they can't clean the poo, they can't like do anything. Um, but there is still so much more of the underground river that hasn't even been explored yet. Um, and I think that they have like um, like researchers and stuff that come in, but again, they're not allowed to touch the rocks. Um, 
So, yeah, it, it was really, really cool. And I'm kind of glad that I had no idea what I was getting myself into because it was just... Like, it's, it's just dark. Like, you go through, like, the different areas, the, the beginning area, then they take you through to the deep part of the cave and then they turn the light off and you're just engulfed in darkness. Yeah. Like, you can't see anything. And all we can hear is the bats scatter around. Yeah. And it is just... It's Words really, it yeah, justice. it was really cool. Like, if you're coming to the Philippines, like, I would say 100% you would need to go and do that. Like, just make sure you have one day in Sabang, go and do that. And if you're there, you should also go and do the mangrove tour. Um, I had no idea, again, what a mangrove was. Um, but it was so cool. We were, like, one of the only people on here. I don't think it's a popular thing um, that tourists... Go and do. Did you say what mangroves are? They're trees okay. with many roots and they basically live in like water, like there is a mixture of water conditions. Yeah, it's like the so we found out on the mangrove tour that the cave that it backs onto is actually the underground river cave, yeah. but the cave is so big, like it's. Like, just so big, you wouldn't even think about that. But the mangrove grows in a mixture of salt water and mineral water, so that's how they grow and they're so yeah. unique to that land. They were in other places, but because human beings don't really understand what they're doing, we cut them all down. So, this was a protected site, yeah, and they're just so different yeah. from all these other trees that you see. There'll seen. be some photos and videos to look at because it is really cool and amongst all these trees so much wildlife monkeys, there you go, the monkeys. snakes lizards um there's fish and um oysters and things like in the water as well which is really cool um and like they, they say they like they they used to have a longer route but because they're trying to preserve the wildlife a tree fell over they just left it like they're trying yeah. to make it the most of the natural habitat. So if if a tree falls and blocks the way, then they can kind of go in and move it. Um, but if it just falls like to the side, they just leave it as is because it's just, you know, um, like, well, they're not allowed. They're not allowed to move it. Um, but I think. I think it was just... I think that was a really cool... Apart from that fly, there was a huge fly that just kept landing on me and then it would bite me and then it was just... It disrupted the tour. I was having a nice time but the person in front of me kept shouting. Yeah, but our guide was so knowledgeable. knowledgeable, like, and, and also really enthusiastic. Like, I genuinely took a massive interest in what he was saying. I think the way that people tell things to plays a huge part in whether I can like understand and connect with it and you always have questions I always have questions um and um yeah so we were asking all kinds of different questions and he was telling us that um the difference between male and female mangroves and the females have um larger leaves and the males have th- like slimmer leaves different roots yeah um and yeah so it was really really cool but I definitely recommend that um, and then after the mangrove tour um, the way you get dropped back is, 
right next to it is like the start of a zip line or the start of the walk to the zip line because you have to like walk forever to we the zip line. We got uphill, didn't you? Yeah. To the zip line. And then we got to the top and it, well, part of the way up, it started chucking it down. Downpour. And Offline. so the three of us did a zip line in the pouring rain um, over the Sabang Beach. It was really, really cool. It was a long zip line. It was, it was super cool. It was. Like, you look down and you could just see the water, but because of the rain, you just... It's, it's just, just a like, pattern. Yeah. Just of rain. Drop, massive droplets. Yes. Um, Very unique experience. Yeah. I, it, it was... Yeah. And it was like, good. Do you want to still do it? And we're like, yeah, of course. Why not? And it was, it was, it was so long. Like, I think you, you started... Did you scream as soon as you went? Always. And then I think you, you probably ran out of breath. <laughs> you were like, ah, <gasps> I think it was... If, so it's a sit-down one, and if you faced directly straight, you were just getting a hit with rain. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to like steer myself. It's hard to do, isn't it? Like, I put out an arm, and, and it would just like move me slightly so I could like look around. Because otherwise, you, if you're facing straight, your eyes are closed, because it's just like going in. Um, yeah, that was good fun. It was, yeah, it yeah. was, it was thrilling. Yeah. And you look down and you're just like, that doesn't look good. No. <laughs> like all that rain. So up. we were there for two nights. We got there the next day. We did all three things, the underground river, the mangrove tour and the zip line. Stayed overnight. Well, we were pooped. Yeah. And then the next day we flew to Cebu. Should we? Mm. We're going a bit long. Should we do two parts? Should we talk about Cebu in the next episode? We can talk about Cebu and Lapu Lapu City. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we will leave it there for today. um, And the next episode will be about our time in Cebu and in Lapu Lapu City, um, which is the last two stops on our Philippines journey. And um, yeah. So you can find us all at this stuff here. I'm not going to repeat it. Sunsetcouple.com. Um, Sunsetcouple.com. Um, uh But for now, I have been Amy. And I am still Craig. And we are Sunset Couple. <laughs>